Hello, sports fans. This is Jeremy Taché, and this is Miami Miked Up, presented by Cold Blue Vodka. If you haven't tried Cold Blue yet, head over to your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations to pick up an ice sculpture bottle. It's the perfect refreshing drink to enjoy on its own or in your favorite summer cocktails. Mojitos, Bloody Marys, Martinis, Moscow Mules, and more. Cold Blue Vodka is gluten-free, crafted from American-sourced corn, and distilled eight times. Easy to sip on, enjoyable, and the best part, no hangover the next day. I repeat, no hangover the next day. Our friends over at Cold Blue Vodka gave us a promo code for our listeners. Head over to coldbluevodka.com and use the code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, B-A-L-L-Y-2-0, for 20% off your online order. Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. Now, let's get to the show. And on this episode of Miami Miked Up, as the Marlins season is coming to a close, we bring in one of the brightest stars of this season, a possible NL Rookie of the Year. We have Trevor Rogers joining us. Trevor, thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Glad to, glad to be on. Glad that you have me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So uh, the first question that we have for you, we've asked a couple of your teammates who have been on so far, and we've asked every guest, what is something that has brought you joy recently? Off the field. Off the field. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, probably wasn't recently, but probably all-star game. Uh, probably just being with my family during that time. Um, and then, of course, the occasional off day. <laughs> really just unwind and really just get away from the field, get away from baseball for a day. Just let the mind settle for a little bit. So that always brings me a little joy. Yeah, well, what's your favorite stuff to do when you guys do have off days? I always tell myself that I want to go golf, but then the day comes like, you know, what? I'm doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> uh, I, I find the couch and I don't leave it. Are you a video games guy or is that more like TV watching? I watch TV and then I, I, I dabble in video games. A little any, bit, fa- yeah. any favorite TV shows right now? South Park. South, South Park. Are you just doing like a full rewatch of it through Hulu or something? Or are you just any random episode that's on? I actually binge watched it this past off season all the way from season one till now. Uh, and now I'm going through again and watching all my favorite episodes. I'm going to ask you and you don't have to, but I'm going to ask you to do your best impression of a character if you have one, but you don't have to do, I'm going to ask you to do it. You don't have to do it, but I'm asking you. Oh man, I can do it, but it's hard to do. It's hard to do without any cursing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I do have the bleep button if it's necessary, but I understand if you, if you, if you rested on your morals here a little bit, you don't, you don't want to go that way. I won't, I won't force you into it, but all right. So, so let's, let's move off of that. We'll go, we'll go to the next topic. Uh, something else that was pretty fun was I just saw you guys had this rookie dress up day in New York and that just looked like an absolute blast to me. For those who, who haven't seen the video of all of you guys wandering around Times Square, could you walk me through the night and maybe, you know, two or three of your favorite moments of, of that uh, whole process? Yeah, it was actually going all the way back to the last game in Tampa. Um, obviously, none of us knew what we were going to be. It was kind of a surprise. And we all get there. And uh, it turns out I'm a master Raiden from Mortal Kombat. So I was a big <laughs> fan. I, I actually I loved my costume. It was pretty cool. It looked dope. It was, it was really dope. Um, and then we had like some Mario, Mario characters, Teletubbies and jazz was a clown and 
Sean Gunther was a baby. That was probably the best one. Yeah. Um, so we leave, um, come to New York, do some, like, do some stuff on the bus, like, go up in front of the mic and sing, do a little dance, whatever you got. And that was a lot of fun. Who had the best performance? Oh, man. I would say, me personally, probably the Mario characters. They did the Macarena. <laughs> we, were, we were getting it on the Macarena. It was, it was Can you, all right, so describe to me who, who were all of the Mario characters so that everybody could visualize this properly who hasn't seen. Okay, so Alex Jackson was Mario. Zach mm-hmm. Thompson was Luigi. Amanda, our strength trainer, was uh, Peach. Brad LaRosa was Waluigi. And um, Paul Campbell was Donkey Kong. This is a dream. It was was a dream lineup right there. It was awesome. That sounds like an absolute blast. That's awesome. And those types of moments off the field are, are, uh, that's some of the best stuff for for the fans, for the media, and for you guys alike. I think everybody really enjoys those moments. So let's, let's move back to the baseball field briefly. Obviously, as a team, this has been a frustrating season. You've said it yourself from a wins and losses perspective, but you've had a tremendous individual season. So how have you been able to sort of balance the disappointing year from a team perspective with that great individual season personally? That's a great question. I think it's it's a lot harder than people realize. You know, um, we, we came into spring like with the with the team we had, we were expected to contend for this division, and the fact we didn't get get it done this year is it's a lot of guys aren't aren't happy about it, but. Um, like I said, it's, it's kind of hard. Um, it's, it's really tough, you know, when you have a good outing and kind of don't get the team result that you wanted. But then at the end of the day, you still did your job. Mm-hmm. So I think at the end of the day, you kind of have to look at if you do your job to the best of your ability, you give your team that much closer of a chance to winning. So that's the way I look at it. Um, just like yesterday, I think I, I had a great start. Um, I think I could have gone longer. Uh, pitch count got a little bit up there. Mm-hmm. Could have done a better job of that, not not let him score that one run. Um, but yeah, you just kind of just take it like that and uh, really compartmentalize uh, those things. Yeah, I mean that that can be difficult. I can tell just from from talking to you here how you kind of wear losses on your sleeve a little bit, like team losses, not even the individual performances. So when you are a pitcher and that is sort of a solo endeavor in some ways how does that how do you balance that with even the relationships with your teammates right like is that an isolating thing for you when you go through those performances or do do you guys as a unit sort of have that camaraderie where everybody's picking each other up oh yeah we absolutely have that camaraderie it's if you win you win as a team if you lose you lose as a team um yeah so i mean if for clicking on all cylinders we're we're there for each other it's a good time and if we're having a bad stretch, uh, mm-hmm. we're there for each other too. So it, it doesn't it doesn't differ between if we're playing some good baseball or not. Yeah, and it seems that way. It seems like you guys are very close. Obviously, Trev, you missed some time during the year. Um, you had stuff going on personally, and I'm not going to make you rehash any of that. Um, but I did want to give you an opportunity here. If you had any uh, stories of your grandfathers that you wanted to share with folks uh, that are positive memories or fun memories or things that made them unique, um, I know we've obviously talked to you about everything that, that's happened, but we haven't had a chance to some sort of share some of that light. So I, wa- I wanted to give you a chance here. If you had any stories that came to mind immediately, if you wanted to share. Yeah, I have one story of my uh, 
biological grandfather. So my mom's dad, mm-hmm. he, he, big hunter, loved to hunt before his, his health took a toll, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And before that, he gave my sister uh, a 22 because she was she's starting to get into hunting because my brother-in-law is a really big hunter. Okay. So um, he calls me. He's like, hey, come over to the house. I have something for you. I'm like, oh, snap. Here we go. <laughs> I already know what this is going to be. Me getting excited and everything. I get over there and um, there's a there's a sealed baggie. Okay. And it's what's, you know, how you cook like a, a ham for like uh-huh. the holidays and there's the, the what's left in the middle. Oh no. I forget, I forget what it's called. Yeah. He hands me a baggie and he's like, here, I want you to have this. And he gives me a saw. So he gave, gives me a saw to cut, cut the ham into little, in little bits. Okay. I wanted to like, I guess, put it in like beans, like a pot of beans, I guess uh-huh. what you're supposed to do with it. So yeah, I went over there expecting to get like a nice little gun to start hunting, but now I got like a what was left of a <laughs> ham and a and a butt and a nice little handsaw. Just play jokes on you. Day, I can't. I I'm like, wow, my grandpa really hooked it up for me all that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he had a major sense of humor. I love that. That's awesome. That, that those are the types of moments. And and thank you, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm I'm really glad to uh, have heard that story. Um, you know, you've talked about the relationship that you have with your teammates and, and obviously it seems like this pitching staff is, is particularly close. Um, so when you see guys thrive, you all seem to be sort of picking each other up and excited for one another. And, and obviously this year you've had a number of different arms cycle through, but the guy who's been the constant has been Sandy Alcantara, um, and, and pitching alongside him. Could you talk about number one, how happy you are for him as your teammate to just have had particularly the second half that he's had, but also maybe what you've learned from him this season that you can kind of carry forward with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Sandy's, you know, he's a workhorse. He, he's the ace of the staff. He, he's the guy that pretty much me included and everyone else in the rotation want to be uh, in their careers, be that guy, be the ace, be the guy that you can count on to take you in deep into a ball game. And just to see him work this year. I mean, we've all gone through our hard stretches this year. But just to see him rebound and have the second half that he's had um, is nothing short of incredible. That game he had against the Mets back at home where he punched out 14, that was I, – I couldn't believe that performance. I mean, he was just dominating bottom part of the zone, upper part of the zone just all night. And he was just utter dominance. And just mm. being able to watch him and just see how he can go deep into ball games. Um, that's something that I've been able to learn and something that I – I want to take in to my, uh, me personally and try and uh, do that moving forward. Well, and something else that's cool is you're someone who had some experience last year to be able to bring into this season and a guy who we've seen now this year, get a little bit of that taste before next year is Edward Cabrera. So I wonder, do you sort of see the similarities at all in, you know, top pitching prospect, come up, get a few starts, earn your lumps the year before, before going into the next year? And how do you think that that experience can help him moving forward? Oh, it's going to be huge. Uh, I've seen him. We, we pretty much came up through the minor leagues together. We were in low A together, high A together, and part of double A together too. And I've, I've seen him dominate all three levels. So even though he's not pitching the way I know that he can pitch right now. I'm not. I'm not worried about Edward. His his stuff's absolutely electric, and I know that coming next year, 
he'll have a chip on his shoulder and he's going to, he's going to get the job done. He's going to be a force to be uh, reckoned with. That's for sure. Yeah. I know there's excitement around all of you guys, obviously going into next season. All right. A couple, couple more quick off the field things before we get back to one final question for you. So uh, you were interviewed on Marlins live in the pregame show a little while ago after one of your uh, starts where you returned and you talked a bit about your music taste and you said the Eagles were your favorite band. I believe you also yeah. mentioned George Strait. You mentioned a little gospel. I need to hear more about your music taste, how you became such an Eagles fan. And are there any other bands like them that you listen to? Some of my teammates said I have a, an old man soul. Uh, like I got that from my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he grew up in that era. Uh, and when, when I was younger, we would take on long, long road trips to like travel ball tournaments and we yep. would just blare that music. And he would be like trying to play, play the guitar and try and sing <laughs> it. I'm like, dad, you don't need to sing it. They, they sing it pretty good as is. You don't need to help. <laughs> but, uh, I've had, for what it's worth, I've had the exact same conversations. My dad, uh, <laughs> my dad is a big Springsteen fan. And so we would get in the car on these long road trips to travel ball, right? We'd be here in South Florida driving up to Fort Myers. You, you know the difference, right? Jupiter, all those places. And, you know, we'd drive up north and, yeah, three hours of Springsteen with my dad going, oh, born to run, you know, the whole thing. So yeah. <laughs> I completely understand what you're talking about. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it started with the Eagles and then it just slowly dripped from there. The, then it started with like the Doobie Brothers, Electric Light Orchestra, oh, man. a little bit of Doobie Gray. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. Yeah, I mean the list goes on. It's just, just listening to those growing up and just hearing how good that music was. It's just something that I'll listen to. It'll it'll always be my favorite genre of music. You've got spring training baseball music taste. All that is the stuff that plays at spring training, not the yeah. stuff that plays at the actual <laughs> stadium come the regular season. Uh, all right, so a couple more things for you here. Since the mound lowered in 1969, this is the stat that's circulating, six rookie pitchers have matched your total wins and strikeouts while recording as low of an ERA. Five of them have won National League Rookie of the Year. The most recent is the late Jose Fernandez, obviously, with the Marlins. Give me your pitch as to why you should be the NL Rookie of the Year this season. Oh, man. I gotta... I'm going to make you do it. Oh, gosh darn it. Um, <laughs> I just, gosh dang it, you're really going to make me do it. You know, here, look, I believe you should be the NL Rookie of the Year. I'll uh, say it. I believe Trevor Rogers should be the NL Rookie of the Year. You go ahead and back me up. You tell me why when I go out to people and tell them why you should be Rookie of the Year, the reasons that I should use. Yeah, that's um, being back-to-back Rookie of the Month uh, to start the year. Um, first full season all-star game. I think I've had, uh, you might need to fact check me on this 50 Mm -hmm. to 20 consecutive starts with four runs or less, something, something, something in there. I will fact check you on it after the fact. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. And just having a sub sub three ERA, I think that's probably the big, big part of it. And I've had, I think two to three good start my past two starts. I've gone, I think 12 innings was given up two earned runs. Um, so I just, I think the big thing is just I've been consistent all year. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've had my crappy starts in the beginning of the year, but uh, who doesn't? So, I mean, I've, I've been consistent all year um, and I've been able to compete with the best talent in all of baseball and have pretty good success. 
Amen, amen, amen. Trevor Rogers for Rookie of the Year, everyone. And then, Trev, last thing before I let you go. Obviously, you guys want to make improvements headed into next season, both on that personal level and at the team level. Um, but as you head into next year, what is it that gives you the belief that next season will be different from a team perspective than this season has been from that wins and losses perspective? Yeah, I think it comes down to what we expected coming into spring and what the reality is now. Uh, I think a lot of guys are going to be pissed. A lot of guys are pissed. Um, we haven't, we didn't even come close to, uh, to our expectations this year. And I think guys are going to be, uh, take that into this off season and really work on what they need to work on. Uh, we just as a group need to get better top to bottom, pitching, hitting, defense, bullpen, everything. Um, if we need, if we want to get to where we want to get, we have to have that accountability and change the culture, uh, of losing and change it into culture of winning each and every day. Sounds like a plan to me, Trevor. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on Miami Mic'd Up. Really enjoyed it, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon. Have a great final start of the season if you get that on Sunday. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate you having me. Today's episode of Miami Mic'd Up is brought to you by Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. You guys know we love Cold Blue Vodka for its refreshing taste and smooth finish. Pick up an ice sculpture bottle at your nearest Total Wine or select Sam's Club's locations for all of your end-of-summer gatherings and events. You can also head over to coldbluevodka.com and use code BALLY20 for 20% off. That's one word, B-A-L-L-Y-2-0, for 20% off your first order. You need to try Cold Blue Vodka for all your favorite mixed drinks. Or chill a bottle and enjoy it all on its own. Thanks again to our amazing partners over at Cold Blue Vodka for sponsoring this episode of Miami Miked Up. We are now joined by Anthony Duclair. Anthony, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Miami Miked Up. My first question for you is actually off the ice. What is something that's brought you joy recently? Um, I mean, playing in Florida, I don't think you can get better than that, uh, to be honest. Uh, I mean, obviously, coming from Montreal... Um, you know, I'm used to colder weather, used to snowstorms, stuff like that. So coming down here and having, you know, uh, summer all year round has uh, definitely brought a joy to my face and um, a joy to my family as well you know, for, for them to, to come down, you know, during the year. Obviously, uh, COVID last year couldn't come down, but mm-hmm. um, this year they'll they'll definitely making a, a few stops uh, for sure during, the, during the, the winter. Do you guys spend much time around the beach? Like, did you do a lot of that this off season? I actually live right on the beach, so um, for myself, it's just a quick walk down. Nice. And I, I could just uh, lay there and uh, and hang out. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been a couple times, and uh, and yeah, you just can't get better than that. Did you have a favorite thing that you did this off season? Was it just hanging by the beach, or did you have a place that you went on vacation or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I went a few vacations. Uh, went to Bahamas with uh, my buddy. Uh, you know, that's the best part about living in Florida. You know, you got yep. the islands right there. You can pretty much go wherever you want. So it's just uh, an infomercial for South Florida. <laughs> yeah, that's all yeah, you're doing. Yeah, right now. exactly. So, uh, but no, just uh, you know, visiting the the city. Uh, you know, we got Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Delray. You know, mm-hmm. you got Boca. You got so many spots. So many. Uh, different uh, restaurants. I love food. So for myself, uh, you know, just trying out different spots is, is definitely going to be huge. and It's going to take a long time for sure. All right. So we'll get back to some of that in a second. Yeah. We'll start with some hockey first All before right. we get back into that that off-ice stuff. You mentioned yourself you're down here in South Florida, and now you're here for at least a few years. You mm-hmm. just signed a new contract. But you had been with a couple of different teams before that. Could you talk about 
the joy that it brings you mm -hmm. to have the stability now of knowing exactly where you're going to be for a few years? Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously my career, uh, you know, um, you know, just moving around, obviously, is not uh, not too beneficial for myself. You know, just trying to find a home is uh, something I was, uh, you know, trying to figure out. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, for myself, uh, you know, just being here in Florida for the next three years, uh, you know, is, is obviously an honor, and I just can't wait to get started. Um, you know, I know last year I had a blast, you know, had a great chemistry on and off the ice with the guys. The organization has treated me very well, and, um, you know, it's just a no-brainer for me to come back here and, and set up a home here for myself. And I believe you negotiated your own deal. Could you talk a little bit about what that experience was like for you? Yeah, I mean, it all started, um, you know, when the break happened uh, with, with COVID. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of, uh, obviously, a lot of self-thinking. And, um, you know, it was just a lot of things in my life that, um, you know, I didn't really need. And, uh, you know, just looking in the mirror, um, you know, I, I, I you know, got rid of a lot of stuff. Um, you know, got rid of some people in my life. And uh, it was only for the better, you know, mm. for myself. I just wanted to focus and uh, just figure out a way how to improve myself as, as a human being. And, um, you know, I think... Um, you know, taking that step was uh, was huge, and um, you know, I'm pretty proud of myself for doing that. And you know, I did it uh, uh, my last contract, and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it again uh, the next deal. But um, yeah, it was it was a good experience. Just uh, you know, chat uh, you know last season uh, with a couple GMs and mm -hmm. just getting their input on you know what the when they think about me as a person and as a player, and then um, obviously some good conversations here with uh, with Bill Zito and an organization here. So. Uh, like I said, you know, I found a home here and I'm pretty happy about it. Well, it takes some courage to be able to not only negotiate your own deal and something like that, but even like you mentioned, to sort of curate the people around you in your life. I think that that's I think that that's really impressive. I just mm -hmm. want to say that. I think yeah, that's very thank cool. You. I yeah, think that that's, that. that's a yeah, cool thing you. that you've done. Specifically, when we do talk about this team here on the ice, obviously, last year, you guys had a terrific season mm -hmm. um, and by every stretch of the word, except once you got to the postseason, you came up against what was an immovable object and then mm -hmm. the Tampa Bay Lightning ultimately went on to win the Stanley Cup. What are two things that you believe you guys have to do as a team to be able to overcome those Lightning in particular? Well, I think the biggest key for, for us, uh, we talked about it yesterday as a group, and we talked about last year is getting to a good start. And that's what we did last year. And once you get to a good start, that just influences your whole year. And, um, you know, that just builds confidence, uh, builds chemistry. It builds a lot of things. So, uh, for ourselves, we want to have a good camp. We want to have fun. Um, you know, we want to come to the rink, you know, happy and, uh, you know, positive attitude. And uh, once you get to that good start, um, you know, you know, with this this amount of skill, this amount of talent on this team, you know, this is my seventh year in the league. I've, I haven't been on a team like this before. Um, you know, very excited. Obviously, you can you can feel uh, the, the energy in the room. The guys are just happy to be back and uh, just excited. We know we can do something special this year. Um, um, you know, we, we have the team for it. We, we have all the right pieces in place and uh, it's just a matter of executing. And when it comes to Tampa, I mean, obviously the last couple of years, they've been, you know, the top team in the league. And um, for, for us to, to experience that in the first round, you know, even even, you know, during the summer, you mm -hmm. know, people coming up to me and telling me telling me that you know that was the best series you know in the entire amazing. playoffs right that was like almost the finals kind of but mm -hmm. um for us that was a good experience for for us um to, to play them uh, that early and we can take that experience and bring it to next year well when you talk about a team that's this talented you're the one that brought it up i mean when you look through this roster it, mm -hmm. it's unbelievable how much mm -hmm. talent there is could you speak to playing on a team where you know that most nights you're probably the most talented team on the ice mm -hmm. yeah i mean we we are, and we and we know that. But at the same time, we want to 
stick to our game and, and stick mm-hmm. to what works, right? So, you know, we, we, we still want to be working hard and, and doing all the little things, right? We're not going to just rely on our talent. We we know uh, what kind of team we, we can be. And for ourselves, it's just, like I said, just getting the good start, uh, getting off to a good start and, and finding that chemistry early. We have, you know, a couple of new pieces coming in. And mm-hmm. um, for ourselves, you know, we want to make them, uh, you know, as, as comfortable as, as they can and, um, you know, get going in the right direction. Well, it's a nice little transition with new pieces coming in. Mm-hmm. The guy I want to bring up is Joe Thornton, who has been <laughs> in this league for a long time. Uh-huh. Can, can you talk about a little bit what it's like to play alongside a player with that wealth of experience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Every time I see him, I got a huge <laughs> smile on my face. I think it, that goes for everybody here. Um, guy's just an absolute legend and uh, a Hall of Famer. Um, I remember, you know, when I was a kid watching him play growing up. I remember going to Bell Center watching him, you know, when he's playing for the Boston Bruins. Um, just a guy I think all everybody in the locker room look up looks up to. Um, and he's going to be a huge addition to our locker room. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a small league as as well, so everybody kind of know each other. And um, I don't think everyone has ever said a bad thing about Joe Thornton and. Um, you know, and that speaks to the the volume he is as a, as a person, and and you can just tell just having a normal conversation with him, he's just like a twenty one year old. <laughs> you know, he's, he's he's just so fun, full of energy, and um, it's just great to have. And he's gonna be huge for us this year. Well, we will cut his age in half here, and we'll talk about Spencer Knight, right? Because we mm-hmm. literally course, can cut yeah. his age in yeah. half. And in talking to a couple of the guys so far, they, they've all said that Spencer has sort of constantly blown them away with, mm-hmm. with his skill and with what they've seen from him. Is he that good is essentially my question. Like, is, mm-hmm. is he this hype that we see around him? Mm-hmm. What have you seen from Spencer Knight that makes you impressed? Yeah, I can confirm he's that good. I mean, <laughs> he's that good. Um, and I can tell in practice from just doing breakaways at the end of the game, at the end of practice and um i know he's he's had my number i can't score on him so uh yeah he's he's very good and i mean uh what he did last year speaks for itself right he's he's came out of college and and stepped right into a playoff game and to to play you know the way that he did um you know just so mature so composed and uh you see when he's doing his interviews that's just how he is you know every day that's just he's he's calm cool collective he kind of Reminds me of Carey Price, really, when he's back there, you know, how calm he is. Um, not saying they have this, the same style. I'm just saying how, how calm they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever happens, uh, I remember one game, uh, I think it was his first game, you know, he let an early goal in, and yep. and then he just shut it down the rest of the game. So that's a type of maturity you don't really see, you know, in that at that age, but... Uh, it's great to have, and, and we're really lucky to have him. He's got, obviously, a, a very bright future. Oh, we look forward to watching him and Bob and Nett throughout mm-hmm. this yeah, season. Yeah. Um, really, both of them, that should be a two-headed monster for, for this sure. team. And yeah. then all the other skill around all yeah. these other positions, it should yeah. be fun to watch. Let's move off the ice for a second. We've come to find out Frank Bracciano is the guy who controls the aux cord in the <laughs> locker room. But what type of music do you like to listen to individually? Um, big hip hop, rap, um, you know, R and B sometimes, but, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, those three. Do you have, uh, do you have a favorite artist? Um, I mean, I've, I've got a couple. Right yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, Drake, Lil Baby, Future, uh, Travis Scott, uh, Juice World. The list goes on. I, I can't really pinpoint one, but, um, yeah, anything hip hop, rap, uh, that's, that's my, uh, department. Yeah. It sounds like we've got a pretty eclectic mix going on uh-huh. in the locker room yeah. of, of, of sort of different sounds played. Wait, wait till game. you ask Nudavaro what he likes to listen. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I can't be around that guy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I can't be around that's him. Great. Okay. I'll definitely <laughs> yeah, have to ask. Yeah. I'll get the MP3 going on the yeah. podcast for everybody to listen to. Um, are there guys on this team that you're closest with off the ice, or is there like a specific group? 
group of guys you roll with, or is everybody sort of friendly with each other? Everybody's kind of friendly. I kind of saw that last year when I walked in the locker room. Um, you know, everybody, everybody's pretty open. I mean, I think any given night, I mean, obviously last year we were staying in the hotel and we were on the road, but I'm sure this year when we when we go out, um, you know, you'll be going out with different crews at any given moment. Uh, but, I mean, Kevin Kanan is the guy I played with in Arizona for a couple of years, so um, you know, um, having him sign a, a PTO last year was, was huge. I mean, mm. he didn't really know anybody and he knew me. So it was, it was great to have and a uh, very close friend of mine. Um, I think him and probably like Hubert O obviously and another French guy, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, um, helps a little bit when you, when you get to speak another language or, you know, your home language, uh, in the locker room. Yeah. And so going back to what we were talking about before going out, having a time here in South Florida. Mm. Do you have a favorite spot down here in South Florida that's like the go-to? Uh, or do you have yeah. a few different You can yeah. use a few different a Yeah, few different I mean, I, I mean, like I live in Fort Lauderdale now, mm-hmm. so obviously on Las Olas is, uh, you know, where I can, you know, have a, have a good time and, you mm-hmm. know, have, have a, you know some uh, some good food, some, some drinks, and at any given night, you know, it's pretty good. And then, right. um, you know, going down Miami sometimes, uh, and I know last year you guys went to Komodo and, and mm-hmm. Swan was really good. Um, you know, there's a couple of different spots. I, I kind of forget their name. Yeah. Uh, Mila. I like Mila. It was, it was a good time. I mean, yeah, there's, there's endless opportunities uh, when it comes to Florida for sure. All right, just a couple more for you. Best flow on the team. Who's got the best hair on this team? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> um, well, I'd say myself, but and then see, I, I feel like this is gonna end up being the answer from a bunch of guys. Yeah. Myself, but then, <laughs> but then, um, whatever Frankie says, and if he says, if Frankie Vertrano says himself, it's a complete lie. Um, <laughs> I, I believe mean, if it, so, we talked to Frank first, and if if I'm remembering correctly, he said. Okay, so I would say myself, and yeah, then no, I believe why? he get, <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe he gave it to Uyghur just because yeah, of length. Yeah, that's what I was going to. Or right. I was, but I think like Eki's gonna be pretty, it pretty seems jealous. Like, it yeah. seems like you guys are begrudgingly saying Uyghur just because of the length of his hair. You can say somebody else if you want. I mean, yeah, he's got good flow. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm just gonna stick to myself. How about that? There you go. All right, perfect. <laughs> and then who, who is the best golfer on this team? Is it Forsling? I'm not, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna sway the answer um, here i was told ekblad very recently yeah was doing Eki, a good job. yeah let's give it to ekki right, we'll gonna start crying you know yeah, so that if they, yeah. you already didn't give him the yeah best yeah flow. exactly let's let's give him the best golfer all right yeah. and then last last question for you um we have two other team partners here with bally sports florida we have the miami heat we have the miami marlins it's basketball it's baseball if you were not a hockey player which of those two would you have preferred to play um basketball if i was also six five <laughs> that's, it. that's all we need to hear basketball if i was six yeah yeah anthony duclair thank you so much for taking the time to join us thank, thank you. you appreciate it now we have to take a quick break here from this episode of miami mic'd up to talk about our awesome partners cold blue vodka you guys will recognize them for their unique ice sculpture bottle and premium taste If you need some drink inspiration this summer, how about the Cold Blue Blueberry Mojito? Fill your glass with crushed ice, sparkling water, four ounces of cold blue vodka, and a splash of lime juice. Stir in one teaspoon of sugar, half a cup of fresh pureed blueberries, and eight to ten torn mint leaves. Garnish it with more blueberries and some mint, and you have got a refreshing drink to enjoy with your friends. Grab your bottle today at Total Wine and select Sam's Club's locations. Again, that's Miami Mike Dup's presenting sponsor, Cold Blue Vodka, redefining the blue-collar lifestyle. 
so based off last season, obviously you guys had a tremendous year um, and, and fell short of where you ultimately wanted to be in terms of reaching a Stanley Cup final or winning a Stanley Cup final. That came against the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's obviously the big rival. They've won back-to-back titles. How do you guys continue to improve and, and make that leap to be able to overcome the Lightning and, and the rest of this league? I think for us, it's just not, uh, you know, looking, obviously you, you want to win the Stanley Cup of the year, but I think it's taking it game by game, um, you know, staying even keel, don't don't look too much forward. Uh, you got to concentrate on the task that you have at hand. Um, even before the season starts, obviously our number one goal is to make the playoffs, and that's what we worry about all year is putting ourselves in a good spot throughout the year and then take it series by series. You can't be looking down the road to the conference final or the Stanley Cup final. You got to take care of the the team you have in front of you. Oh, I think that's something that we're going to have to do. Uh, We did that last year, and we'll do it again this year. And when you talk about your own personal game, you're a guy who's come up in clutch moments sort of time after time for this team. What is it about those moments late that make you thrive? You know, I just for me, I, I love scoring goals, and I, I like to do anything that, uh, you know, helps the team win. And uh, last year, uh, just the way some of the goals were going in for me, they were coming in at uh, the right times, whether we needed the goal or to tie the game, and some overtime winners there. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to play with some great guys last year that made the game a lot easier on me. So uh, I was just lucky enough to put those pucks in the back of the net. Well, you say that, you're being very modest, but obviously you're one of the most skilled guys on this team, on a team with a lot of skill. Can you talk about what it's like to play with so many talented players on a team like this? Yeah, uh, we have a super talented team, uh, top to bottom. Um, you know, no matter who you're playing with, you know you're going to get a skilled guy and a guy who's going to work hard. Um, you know, we play for one another on the ice, and um, you know we have great chemistry on and off the ice. So I think that's a big part of the team is uh, we're all really good friends, and I think you uh, shows it on the ice. Yeah, and you have a, a ton of leaders out here, obviously on the ice in terms of players. Now you've added a guy like Joe Thornton. Uh, to the mix can can you talk about what playing with a guy with that much experience is going to be like what's what's it like having him around yeah for me it's pretty cool obviously uh growing up in the boston area and being a bruins fan growing up i remember right. uh jumbo when he was on the team when he was in uh, 18 19 year old so right uh to get the chance to play with him and um you know to get his feedback on things and only being around him for two weeks he's an unbelievable guy and He's going to be a great addition to our locker room. He's going to help us out a lot. And and obviously, you know, you have Thornton. You have his experience in so many years. You also have Coach Q, who's a legend in this game. Obviously, he's been around here for a couple of years now. Can you talk about what it's like to play for someone like him as you aspire to win a Stanley Cup? Yeah, playing for Q is great. Um, he obviously expects a lot out of uh, us players. And, you know, he's always positive. Uh, he's never negative. Um you know, in a coach, he's honest, and that's all you ask for is a player is someone to be honest and to be driven and to push you to that next level, and that's what Q does to us on a daily basis. He gives you feedback, and when he gives it you feedback, you you take it in because he knows what he's talking about. He's been there. He's done that. So, you know, our goal is just to obviously play for him, and, you know, he gets the best out of all of us. Absolutely. Well, now let's start moving to some stuff sort of off the ice. When it comes to being here in South Florida, do you have a favorite thing about living in South Florida? Do you have maybe a favorite restaurant or bar that you like to frequent? Is is there is something that's your favorite spot about being in South Florida? I think just the weather obviously speaks for itself. And, uh, you know, Los Olas is a really nice spot to yeah. walk around. And uh, But restaurants, definitely Cafe Marano on Oakland Park. See, all right, we got a specific spot there. Go. Yeah. Do you frequent there often? Well, uh, I try to stay away from it a little <laughs> bit because uh, it can be a little bit heavy. But 
Uh, you know, we'll go there uh, with groups of the guys and get a nice dinner. You know, you know you're, what you're getting when you get there. All right. So when it comes to a sport like hockey, obviously you guys are traveling all across the country. Do you have a favorite opposing city that you like to be in? Do you have a favorite spot to sort of trek around when you guys are on the road? Yeah, New York City, for sure. Tell me why. Uh, just uh, for me, it's uh, I'm not too far away. I'm about a couple hours away. And uh, I just love New York City. I just love everything about it. I think it's a really cool city. You got food, you got entertainment, shopping, you got everything all above. And it's a beautiful city. And I, I just always love going there. You have a good time. I was just there a couple of weeks ago and, and took the walk from Brooklyn over into Manhattan over the bridge and was just like, I understand why people live here. Like, I, yeah. you know, sometimes you live in South Florida and you could sit and go, man, this is paradise. But now I, I understand the energy. It's, exactly. it's super fun. It's just great to be up there. Um, all right. So obviously here with Valley sports, you guys are our partners with the Panthers. We also have the Miami heat and the Miami Marlins. So if you had to pick to be a baseball player or a basketball player, baseball. instead of baseball immediately. Yeah, yeah. All right. Why is that? Tell I, me why I played baseball my whole life growing up. Okay. So, um, I played all the way up to sophomore year of high school and then obviously had, uh, not pick between sports. I always knew I wanted to play hockey. You know, I stopped playing my sophomore year. So I played about almost 12 years of baseball. So uh you know some of my greatest friendships uh all my best buddies i grew up with and i still are very close to this day that's the sport i play with them growing wow. up so uh you know create a lot of friendships and it's just a great sport um i think it translates to hockey with reaction time and in mm. hand speed and all that stuff but um you know it's a great sport i love it do you like the the sort of daily grind of the fact that they have to play every single day 162 games you know hockey obviously it's a grind of playing essentially every other day but a sport like that is there a respect that you have for the baseball players even with the the lack of physicality yeah I, I, some people you know always say that about baseball you just go out there and catch a ball but there's there's so much so many things that go on behind the scenes and you know, I give those guys a lot of credit to play that many games and to show up and do your job every single day and making sure that your body's at the physical peak that it can be at. And I think for baseball, it's obviously, it's like golf. It's all mental. You got to, if you're not mentally into it, you're not going to do well. So, uh, you know, I give those guys a lot of credit and it's awesome to see what they do. I think we may have found our, our new baseball analyst for this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be great. We're going to have to have you back on uh, yeah. to, to, to talk the game. All right. When you're in, uh, when you're in the locker room, who's got the ox cord? Who's Me. the guy? You got the ox yeah, cord. All right. So, court. what type of music do you like to listen to? I give the crowd what they want. So I give them. <laughs> uh, I give them a mix of everything, whether it's house music, uh, a little bit of country. You know, obviously, country kind of feels like you're in summer mode, so I try to right. stay away from that. But mostly like hip hop and some '80s, some you know, obviously a mix of everything. So I got wow. all the genres. Do you have a personal favorite artist that you like to listen to? Is it modern artists that are your favorite? Do you have a favorite band? Is there something that's your personal favorite? I like Fleetwood Mac a lot. Whoa, um, look at that. Drake, uh, Kygo, those are probably my like, top three from old school to like, kind of new school stuff. Yeah, those are three definitely very different artists from one another, but I, I can see the path. I can yeah. see how we get there. I'll, I'll, I'll put together pretty good love songs. Uh, all right, who's the best golfer on this team? That's tough because we're all cacks <laughs> and whatnot. You can have a good day. You can have a bad day. Uh I have no one. I all mean, right. Everyone's that's fine. Everybody's up to the same standard. That's yeah. great. I love that. All right. So that being said, all right, who's got the best flow on the team? Who's got the best flow? Best flow. I mean, the only guy who has long hair is Weeks, but I think his flow is terrible, but Ooh. I'll give it to him. Oh, man. I'm going to let him know you said it. <laughs> I'm going to let him know you said it when he gets in here. Uh, all right. Who's And, and this will be actually my uh, – my. I have two more for you. Yeah. Uh, who is the best prankster on the team, and what's the last prank that they pulled? 
there's a lot over the past year. Uh, <laughs> all the pranksters that are on our team aren't, unfortunately aren't with us anymore. But, uh, right. um, you know, there's not actually too much pranking going on. You got to fill the void, uh, man. I know. But then when you have to give it, you got to take it too. So I don't want to be on the taking end of some things because <laughs> sometimes some of the pranks go on to the next level and I don't want to be a part of that. You don't want to be know? part of it. You know? All right. All Always right. looking over your shoulder. And then the, the final question for you uh, before we wrap up is just what is something off the ice that has brought you joy recently? Golf. Golf. I think, uh, you know, in the summer, you're obviously doing your training and you're taking care of all that stuff. But you know, it's it's always nice for me. I love being in competitive mode all the time, and I think uh, golf's a great way to do it in the summer. It's uh, a lot of stuff that you have to do with, with hockey. It's it's golf's. I think anything's ninety percent mental, and obviously the rest is physical. But um, you know, you have to making sure that your bad shot. If you have one bad shot, that you can't. You know, you have another shot coming up. So it's all about you know your next opportunity making sure you're doing your best you can with that next one so i think golf is a great thing to do in the summer and to keep your head into things yeah i feel like that's probably got to be a good way to sort of keep you ready to go for the upcoming nhl season thank you so much for taking the time to join us today thank you very much appreciate it thank you for listening to bally sports florida's miami mic'd up with me jeremy tache and a special thank you to our national sponsor in southeast toyota Visit your local Toyota dealers or toyota.com today and take advantage of the amazing deals on their full line of vehicles. No matter your destination, Toyota goes with you. Toyota, let's go places. (laughs) 